Hello everyone, Zach here from the Carnival of Randomness on behalf of our sponsor, Upsitnik & Associates. In these unprecedented times, we reflect on our future, both in the next few weeks and months, but also the upcoming years and decades, and it's time to prepare for that future. Upsitnik & Associates has been contacted by many healthcare workers, as well as old and new clients, to prepare wills, powers of attorney, and advanced directives, also called a living will. All of you need these documents, so don't say you don't have any assets to speak of, no children or other dependents. Regardless of the circumstances now, you will need a will for today and tomorrow. Al Upsitnik feels so strongly about having wills and other needed documents prepared that Upsitnik and Associates can prepare your will, power of attorney, and living will at no charge, you heard that correct, no charge until the end of 2020. No hidden fees or gimmicks. Al feels so strongly about planning for the future at this time that he is willing to assist you with your future. Trust Opsitnik & Associates, attorneys for 42 years, from the Supreme Court to Alaska and everywhere in between. You can find them online, OpsitniksLaw.com, on Facebook, Opsitnik & Associates, or call them toll-free 1-866-391-3299 to prepare for your future. And this shit happens, my sat nav gets fucked. <laughs> oh, of course, because that's how it works. All right, we are officially recording, so... Did you get your thing from Lowe's? I got my thing from Lowe's. It's in a, an insanely flat box. It fit fucking perfect. I was... I, I was sweating that one. It was right between the wheel wells. I have a big trunk, but, like, uh, the the... Opening to the trunks these days aren't as wide as the car like back in the day. No, when did that when did that start to happen? Because back in the old days, the trunk you could fit like three bodies and a set of golf clubs in the trunk, no problem. I can still do that. Uh, it's just uh, getting them through the hole is a problem. So uh, I have a, a Challenger, and the, the 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 trunk. I mean, I can climb in it, yeah. but. It's a, it's a tight spot to get into. Right. So, you know, mm. so, you know, because there's, you know, the taillights are integrated into the body. And uh, uh, my dad had a, had a BMW 3 Series that said that a, golf, a bag of golf clubs would fit in the trunk. And they didn't. He had to put the he had to put a seat down and put them in long ways instead of wide. Are you serious? So BMW yeah, lied yeah. to the old lied to the man. It, it was in the uh, description of the car. <laughs> that's ridiculous. You know what those people are doing with them cars. Well, yeah, that's why, uh, you know, they have that reputation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think uh, so, since you mentioned it to me when we were on the phone earlier, you might as well just kind of do a recap for the listening audience of what happened. So you had to go to Lowe's to pick something up, but you had to go to one far away. My wife wanted this fire pit said that they had it in the one near me and uh turns out they didn't so i had to drive 20 miles away to pick up a thing that i didn't know if it would fit in my trunk or not uh and uh yeah it took me this weird back way through some back roads because uh, the, the the lows is on like the other end of town that i'm used to going to yeah. Uh, and now the sat nav is taking me the way that I know a bit. Just uh, once I get on the highway, I'm good. But 
Uh, it took me two different ways, and the other one was like nice winding roads and things, but that's not what this car was made for. So no, that car was not made for the, that. The steering's really heavy, <laughs> and uh, if you try and go around a bend, it just goes straight. So. Well, that's the glory yeah, of the old-style a... American cars. We don't understand turns. We just like straight-line power. Yeah, those didn't come with eco mode that dropped 200 horse from your... <laughs> no, they had an eco I mode. Had... It was when you parked and turned it off and went where you were going. Yeah, walked. Yeah, that wasn't... Sa- you weren't using fuel then, were you? No, no. <clears throat> so, uh, uh, yeah, no, it, 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 it... The box is like six inches deep so i guess this is more of a bowl than a pit but it's the one she picked out so yeah i've noticed that um all the 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 fire pits you tend to see these days are yeah they're more like weird flying saucer oh. bowls i'm trying to look like the coolest guy on the and on the road and i just passed a viper Ooh. <laughs> well yeah but how often does that really happen I also have more horsepower than he does. Well, true, and the fact that, uh, I don't know. No, I was going to make something, but it's like, nope, they're both Dodges. I got nothing. He's got he's got two extra cylinders and 2,000 pounds less. <laughs> right, but how Wait. much how much horsepower do those things have? Uh, just north of five, I think. And you got seven? Hundred, seven hundred and seven. Nice. So we haven't told anybody outright that we bought a Hellcat. It's like, hey, surprise when you see it or something. Yeah, right. Because I I didn't know until uh, you told me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't put it on Facebook. We just want people to get surprised by it. So I guess if anybody listens to this that knows me, I'll start getting texts. Yeah, you'll start getting messages. When the fuck did you get a Hellcat, man? The what? No, once once people that know you listen to this will be like, when the hell did you get a Hellcat, man? I'll tell you when. Recently. It's not like people listen to this. Oh. Oh, burn. <laughs> but it's true. Uh, yeah, well. Well, hey, since uh, we, uh, you know, this is going to get aired later, but as we're recording this today, it's Canada Day today. Canada Day today, huh? Yeah. yeah it's a- <laughs> um, uh... Your dad and my dad went to Canada uh, for what? They went to Canada for some reason, like a weekend, and it turned out to be the 300th anniversary of Canada. Yeah, it was uh, uh, 2017. It was uh, the 150th anniversary of Canada, and I went up to meet him in uh, Niagara yeah. Falls. Yeah. Yeah, and they didn't realize it was uh, like a, a holiday up there, and wonder why hotel rooms were booked and there was five million people running around. Yeah, it's like, it, it's not not just a holiday, oh, but shit. a big anniversary of the holiday. But the that was actually the first time that I ran into the, um, the, the new paper money that they did, the one that's like tear-proof and waterproof. Ah, uh, so uh, a Canadian showed me one of those. He was flipping them around at a work convention I was at. People were trying to tear it. I mean, you can do it if you really try. But... Yeah, you can do it, but just like it's not going to tear as easily as you know our money. But I, I, we were I was at the casino in Niagara Falls, and I had just gone to the um to the cage to get some money. And I'm walking by, looking at it, like, dude, this is weird. And somebody's like, yeah, you can't tear them. So I tried, and then I walked past some guy. He's like, 
Hey, you want to see something really funny? Go in the bathroom and run water over it. It's waterproof. Oh, really? I was like, you know, if this was any other country besides Canada, I would think that's weird. So I went into the I went into the bathroom and I ran a twenty dollar bill under the water and it just like beat it off. I'm like, what is this? Twenty dollar bill. Well, a hoi polloi. <laughs> I mean, I was holding the whole like thirteen eighty five in my hand right there. Right. Or whatever the hell the exchange rate was. Yeah. Oh, hoi polloi! Did you just step out of a Scotch ad? <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh. That's such All a right, great movie. Smooth sailing now while I'm in the country. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. Uh oh. We did a we did a thing years uh, I don't know a handful of years back. We got this like ten foot by five foot marker board, and um, me uh, and two buddies sat in a bar on a Saturday morning at eight a.m. Because why not? Yeah. And yeah, and. Uh, we made a list of films that we, what we were trying to do was determine what the funniest movie of the eighties was that wasn't Caddyshack because Caddyshack is the funniest movie ever made. So no matter what decade you're doing, you lose. So the criteria where it had to be a a full on start to finish comedy, you know, nothing like Ghostbusters is a comedy, but it's more sci-fi than comedy. So it didn't make the list. So, oh. um, what about Stripes? Uh, Stripes was in the seventies, so that didn't oh, was count. it? I thought it was like eighty-one. Uh, Seventy-nine. Damn it! I think this was about three or four years ago. So, uh, Jack, my, my wife actually has photos of the board um, when we did it bracket style. So, after we whittled the list down from like one hundred and sixty movies to thirty-two, wow. which was difficult. Uh, friendships were frayed, uh, drinks were spilled, you know. Um, you we wrote them all on paper. We drew them out of a hat so it was a random draw. And then by um, show of hands, uh, picked which movie was funnier than other movies. And we determined that the second funniest movie of the 80s, because, you know, uh, was Spaceballs, followed by, uh, we did it, five times. Spaceballs won three, and Back to School won twice. Ooh. So, yeah, scientific as fuck, man. I mean, we we did it. You know, uh, I... As, as well as we could. And that and that's the thing, like, you know, there's like the Mount Rushmore of movies and then a, sitting up on top of the hill taking pictures of everything down below is Caddyshack. Yeah, Caddyshack is just the fun. And if you don't think so, you're just wrong. You can't argue. Every line is a joke. No, it it is. There's no no in-between. No, there really isn't. But, you know, it just reminds me of the old old thing they said. What's the best movie ever made about golf? Caddyshack. What's the worst movie ever made about golf? Caddyshack 2. Right. Shack 2, right. Have you ever actually seen Caddyshack 2? (laughs) Yeah, a couple times. It was, um... It was an adventure. Uh, the, there's the the only part that I would watch that movie again to see is at the end when uh, Robert Stack uh, is going to putt and um, Randy Quaid was like, "You ever tried putting with a wedgie?" And then yanks on his underwear. The noises Robert Stack makes when he's yanking on his undershorts 
is so funny. And then uh, Randy Quaid's just like, yeah, now try what with that crammed up your fucking amazing. But that, I mean, you have to sit through the whole rest of the movie to get there, uh, you know, and that's just not a good place to be. No, it really isn't. Like, you know, they, they tried that vain attempt to bring in uh, Dan Aykroyd to kind of replace Chevy Chase, but man, that was a swing and a miss. Mrs. Esterhouse. <laughs> yeah. You will call me Mrs. Esterhouse. I will not. But I, I will I will give Robert Stack, Stack credit because that was so unlike anything we'd ever seen him do, and he fucking nailed it. Yeah, he wasn't a comedic actor. He wasn't much of an actor, honestly. No, he but. really wasn't. But, like, for some reason... His whole attitude and demeanor just fit that so well, it was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. But I will say, possibly one of the worst things they did was trying to replace Rodney Dangerfield with Jackie Mason. Not even close. Dude. I mean, good God. And I mean, I, I don't know. If you couldn't get those key players they shouldn't just should have done it well I heard uh, I from what I heard Rodney actually read the script and that's why he backed out of it you've seen the movie yeah <laughs> I mean he he was not wrong you know I can't fault him for it I, I just wish they had just went well if Rodney's not on board then nah, we're done well I guess uh, the the craziest part about Rodney being in there was you know, with him being a, a stand-up comic, he was so used to that immediate reaction. So when they're filming it and he's busting out all these jokes and nobody's laughing, he gets all, like, self-conscious. Like, no, I, I, I suck, I suck, they're not laughing. Like, Rodney, they're, they're not supposed to laugh. Does like, that explain the rest of his movies? Oh, oh. Hey, I kind of liked, um, oh, Back to School was funny. Back to School was good. Uh, what the hell was the one he did with Joe Pesci? Easy Money. That wasn't. I don't, it had its funny that moments. That wasn't that good. Uh, yeah, right, was, right. He in, uh, was he in Brewster's Millions? No. Wasn't that, that was, um, that was, wasn't that Gene Wilder? I don't remember. No, no, no. Well, he might have been in it, but it was... Fuck, why can't I remember who was in that movie? Uh, well, it was, um... Oh, God, what that... Richard Pryor was in it. Richard Pryor was Brewster. He got the millions. Uh, oh, John Candy. was it John Candy? Yeah, it was John Candy. Now, it just hit me. First, I don't know why I thought he was doing something in that movie. I don't know. Uh, he may have popped I don't have up IMDb. in it. I don't have IMDb handy because I'm driving. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at it, and, uh, uh... He's not in the top cast, uh... Rick uh, Moranis so was doing, in it. He would have been. Uh, he was a, yeah, lawyer. Or, 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 I don't know. No, I'm thinking about having seen that in a long time. I know, that was a good one. What the hell was the one... I don't know how to... The one they did, uh, it was him and Gene Wilder in when they went to jail. Was that Stir Crazy? Yeah. That was a funny fucking they, movie. They, they, like, escaped. Yeah. From jail. <laughs> you gotta be bad. Because if you ain't bad, you're going to get fucked. <laughs> I love... Oh, man. Those th- their buddy films were some of the most amazing comedies ever. Uh, uh, what was the other one? Uh, 
The one where they witnessed the bank run. Oh, see no evil, hear no evil. Yeah. Fantastic. Those two guys together were just, they played off each other so well. They did, and honestly, I have a hard time thinking of anybody that Gene Wilder couldn't play well off. Like, he was just, he was just that good that he could play off anybody. For me, his pinnacle, in my opinion, was Young Frankenstein. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was such a great goddamn movie all the way around. Everybody in there was, uh, it was their best performance, I think. And, and this is the one my, my old man always used. It was the textbook definition of a running joke with, uh, who was it? Cl- um, Frau Blucher? Yeah, Frau Blucher. <laughs> the entire goddamn movie. Yeah. Wasn't that Cloris Leachman? It was. Oh, man, that movie was... Cloris Leachman, Terry Gar. Terry Gar, fucking uh, Marty Feldman as Igor. Marty Feldman, yeah. And I, I have to say that I feel bad for people that in the year 2020 that haven't seen the movie Young Frankenstein. Uh, there's a lot of them. I know, and that's um, weird. We were at a bar, This, I mean, this wasn't recently, it was probably about two years ago, uh... And uh, my buddy Jason tends bar at this place. And when it's slow, he puts his Roku on the TV and we watch movies. And uh, we were talking, we, he puts one on and then we discuss things movie related. And we were watching uh, something and it ended and someone recommended a Mel Brooks movie. And it's <coughs> two young kids. It was a guy and a girl. Uh, like, uh, like you ever seen that? They're like, never even heard of Mel Brooks. Like, what the fuck? Get out like, of the you're bar. You're old enough to be in here, right? Get, like, you're old enough to be in here, right? How are you not familiar? So we start rattling off movies, and then Jason was like, Robin Hood, Men in Tights, and they're like, oh yeah, we've seen that. Like, that's Mel Brooks. Like, he made more movies. Like, yes, ah! <laughs> he made shitloads more movies. The man made some of the most classic movies in 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 the universe. And speaking of that. You know, it was what as we're as we're recording this. It was yesterday, I think, that Carl Reiner passed away. Oh uh, yeah, I did see that. Then that started me thinking about you know his, what he did. Not only his acting credits, but uh, directing and producing and writing. Um, my brother texted me about like I, I just realized that Carl Reiner was old style. And uh, I was going to say, did Ocean's you get that Eleven one too? Remakes. Yeah, he sent me that yeah, one too. Like, I was like, oh my god, I forgot he was in that. Yeah, uh, you know, my brother's favorite guy in the movie because he was, god damn it. Now I'm getting into the city, I'm getting into traffic, and there's people just being idiots. Well, this see, is the that's... fun part of driving with Opie. Opie yeah, see, now, now, ladies it, and it gentlemen, real. this is where the show is about to pick up. I got about five miles of this bullshit. All right, so we got five miles, but this could take a while. And let's see how many how many times Opie almost dies in these five miles. Well, this fucking Mazda has no business being in the fast lane. <laughs> I'm about to start yelling, <laughs> dude! Oh, this guy's pissing me off. Dude, Mazdas have no I'm business. I'm in an exit being on only lane. <sighs> looks like I'm taking a different. Looks like I got more than five miles. <laughs> Well, actually, I'm not gonna be able to get over because this piece of shit. Well, speaking of the driving adventures in the state of Ohio, do you remember a few years back when me and Rob came out there to help you guys with work, and we took the jeep out to the bar, and 
on the way back because we had taken oh. taken the doors off and it was so goddamn cold. We we uh, that was about ten mile. I was about a ten mile ride, and uh, we. No, now this guy wants to. Now this guy wants some shit. He sees me weaving, so now he wants to throw down. I don't think so, son. You know what? You're missing your turn now. I'm gonna block you. What kind of Mazda is he in? Asshole. It's a. I don't know. CRV. What? Are, they're all the same fucking car. Well, that's true. Goddamn jerk off. Ugh. <laughs> I don't even want to get into it. Anyway, uh, yeah, we had to go about ten miles in a jeep with no roof and no doors. And if the uh, the temp it was in the spring or fall, so the temperature at night went down to like fifty some degrees. I was maybe gonna say like I think 50, it dropped 55. down to the low fifties, and we're fucking cruising. Remember, we actually turned off the highway to get onto the back road so we could go slow we to took, try to get some heat. We made the democratic decision, the three of us, to uh, uh, get off the freeway to make the the. Because that's a double-edged sword. The trip takes longer, but the breeze is less. Right. So, you know, we had to make that choice, and it took like an extra half an hour to get home. But at least the heater, which Jeep heaters are infernos. Uh, They will melt your skin. But dealing with that, no doors, no roof. Like, we didn't even have the roof with us to put up. It was no, the that's house. the thing, because you were because <laughs> you were in the back seat, so we had to leave the roof at home. I was in the back seat because you and Rob didn't fit in the back seat. Yeah, and I'm driving it. The first time I've ever driven a Jeep. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was an old Jeep, too. I, I uh, just remember how many times during that trip did you and I say, this is the worst fucking idea we've ever had. I mean, we got to get the beers, so we did get. We beers. were having a good time before that happened. So, oh, you think so? You think so? Oh, she's trying to be sneaky. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. How oh, you like it, jerk? <laughs> Trapping her between me and a dump truck. See the the adventures that we missed for the past couple of months by not so, being able hey. to really drive anywhere. I've been able to drive wherever I want because I was deemed essential, but I wasn't working. So I would just take out one of my challengers and drive like an idiot because there was nobody around. I could go fucking 80 miles an hour out of every stop sign because there was no one in front of me. It was amazing. No traffic? Come on, son. Yeah, that's why you buy these. You can drive like an idiot. Well, I'll tell you, right when the right when the thing first broke, uh, me, Dad, and Bert were in Vegas and we were leaving on St. Patrick's Day, and that was the day they shut down the lower half of the Strip. We're driving to the airport. It's like 1 in the afternoon going down the Las Vegas Strip, and it was almost deserted. Uh, yeah, I can it, imagine. It was it was disconcerting is the best word I can think for it because, it, you know, weird doesn't really describe it. It actually made you feel uncomfortable. The what fact that we knew where we were in the Make time Make a of- choice! God Damn it. I think the choice Sorry. has been made, sir. Oh, my God. He can't even pick a goddamn lane. Well, no, you're taking anyway, their half anyway. out of the middle. Hey, sorry. Sorry. That uh, pushed me to the edge. No, um, no, this is, dude, this is, the, best, this is yeah. the best part of it. Yeah, we, we were supposed to leave for New Orleans that day, 
pulled up too far. I can't see the red light. Uh, <laughs> we were supposed to leave. And the next day was St. Patrick's Day. Uh, the day we were supposed to arrive was St. Patrick's Day. So all the revelry of St. Patrick's Day on Bourbon Street. Yeah. We got stuck at home because we, we uh, they shut everything down down there. So my wife was obsessing with watching the Mardi Gras live stream cameras on Bourbon Street. Yeah. And at about 9.30, 10 o'clock on St. Patrick's Day, like at, uh, in the evening, nobody, not one fucking person on the street. It was nuts. And then after like three weeks, she read an article about wildlife returning to certain areas because people weren't around to scare them. She brings up the live feed from New Orleans. Rats fucking everywhere. Oh, yeah. That's that's the wildlife in that city. I mean, you see rats here and there uh, when you're down there. It's just a it's just a fact of life in New Orleans. Um, well, it's a fact of life in most big cities. Everywhere. You know, you go to New York, you're going to see rats. You go to Chicago, you're going to see rats. But rats are skittish, so whenever you scare it, you know, whenever there's people around, you don't see them as often. At nighttime when it slows a little bit, maybe, but... Right. They were everywhere. It was it was pretty gross. So uh, we did that for a while. Now I'm on a fucking street sweeper. Why are they doing this to me? I got shit to do today. <laughs> because they don't care mode. about your needs. I'm out enough of eco mode. I want my horsepower. Uh-oh. Time for the go fast button. Uh, oh. Oh. <laughs> this thing has... I just got this car not too long ago, and I haven't really played the, the dashboard thing. Yeah. And uh, I was driving somewhere, and a, a thing popped up. It was like a storm watch. Like, the fuck? So I pushed OK, and it took me to another menu. It tells me where the cheapest gas is. Dude. Uh, I program my favorite sports teams, and it'll tell me when they do something. Um, what was the I, – I programmed where my job is. <laughs> so let's see. Pat, drifters don't need them. Transmission street mode. I have track, sport, custom, default, and eco. I just want. Oh, there they are. That 200 horsepower drop is is noticeable. Oh yeah, I would imagine. Well, I remember. Um... I, I push a button and it turns off your car. <laughs> That's a good way to put it, actually. But remember, yeah, right. <laughs> what was it, I think, last year or the year before when we were at Treasure Lake and we took the the regular Challenger out and you, hit, an the RT, go, yeah. Yeah, you hit the go fast button and it fucking pinned us? That one has 375 horsepower. Yeah, this one has twice that. Yes. And uh, if you do that in this one, you don't go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Too much power all all applied at once. The tires just can't grab anything. It says you're going 110, but you're not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a liar. But I don't want to pay for tires. And every burnout cost me about 12 bucks. Oh, the, just in the gas? Tire loss and, and gas. Well, and that's what happens like, when you have to put the damn 94 in there. Well, yeah, it's, well, it's so much louder when you're on regular. Well, true. Oh, Lord. You can't. There's a minivan tailgating me. I'm going 10 over, and he's up my ass. Dude, he, he's coming for you. <laughs> I'm on a freshly poured straightaway at an office complex. There's nobody around. I'm on my shop where I do legal things. I don't do anything illegal back here ever. No. Why would anybody do that? See, this is a yeah, this right? is a thing. We could do like a whole just... 
you know, like a whole driving series. You know? Uh, I got I got a couple road trips. <laughs> yeah? I get real angry when I get to Youngstown on uh, 80. You see the worst in Opie when, when I get to Youngstown on 80. Oh, those people are the worst. Is that when, uh... Okay. What, uh, ugly, the ugly Opie would come out? Yeah, that's like where four pointless in four pointless Youngstown freeways all converge, and nobody knows where the fuck they're going. It's just the worst. Oh, God bless Ohio. Let's see. And I don't know what it is. Like, I remember when I would come out there, uh, as soon as I would cross over from Pennsylvania into Ohio, I would lose all cell reception for, like, three miles. I forgot to pay my water bill. Uh... And from Pennsylvania into Ohio? Yeah, well, as soon as I would cross the state line, I would lose cell signal for like three miles. It's like, what is it, the fucking DMZ? Oh, yeah, well, because Youngstown, nobody has cell phones out there. I guess. Oh, my God, it's 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 goddamn ridiculous. I mean, no offense to people who live in Youngstown, but... Oh, come offense, on, all, really. off- all offense to people that live in Youngstown. Move. Fucking pointless. So you made it! Yay! You made it with the fire pit. Alright, so that was a a hell of a drive right there. Yeah, that was certainly something. Why did it do that? What? Well, I hit a button that made it go from... I I had options in uh, in, in the Discord. I could either have you connect, which connects it to the car, uh, speakerphone which connects it to the speaker or phone that just makes it come out of the bottom side or out of the top side to put it to my head. Oh. And I didn't want to do that. So I was carrying the phone in with my lunch, trying to unlock the door, and uh, I hit the button. So, But you made it. Uh, That was actually a pretty tame one. The traffic going north was way worse. Those people... I don't know where they were all headed, but there was a lot of them. Uh, once I got down out of the country, though, on the way back, I hit a little bit. And that one gas company truck that just couldn't decide what was going on. Like, he was trying to decide, should I go to a job or go to lunch? And was just not picking. I think in that in that case, lunch should usually win. Uh, well, he went toward where all the restaurants are, which, I mean, there's three, but... You know, there's that. So, yeah, made it. Got the fire pit. It fit in the trunk. Uh, I was going to go grocery shopping, but now my trunk's full. So, who knows? Hey, man. But you made it. That's the important thing. You made it. You didn't die. You didn't kill anybody. You had a few few little hair-raising incidents, but all in all, everything is safe and secure. One person that was in a lane she shouldn't have been... Uh, it made me have to weave through some truck traffic, but it's okay. You know, and I mean, you're in such a small, quiet car, it's really easy for people to miss you, right? Yeah, and it's bright white. Oh, God, I mean... This one's white. The other one's really dark, so you could miss that one, but it's still loud. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm just more of an offensive driver, or a defensive driver, rather. Um, I don't trust anyone... I don't trust anyone in life in general, but like driving is even worse. I don't know that I don't. 
my wife just says, well, that guy's in that lane. That means he's staying there forever. I'm just going to move over. I don't see it that way. I always think everybody wants to be where I am at all times. So, like, I won't change lanes if I'm next to someone on a three-lane road kind of thing. Right. <clears throat> I either fall back or pull it ahead and well, make it bend. Plus, you know, plus you know the whole thing. If you, as soon as you like, it's like when you're sitting in bumper to bumper. As soon as you change lanes, the lane you change from is going to start moving. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't and, know what supernatural deity is up there watching us and saying, "Ah, this guy moved. Let's let this lane go." If I'm in moving traffic. I get very angry with people who don't do the things they're supposed to do. Um, but if I'm just in, if I'm in stop and go traffic, whatever. I got podcasts. I got rock and roll. Um, I have air conditioning, uh, air conditioned seats. It's fine. I'm never like, well, nobody's getting anywhere. It, it's all you know. Nobody's going anywhere. Why should I get angry? I just listen to some rock and roll and right. Exactly. At that point, everybody's in the same boat, so there's nothing you can really do. Yeah, and. I deal with that. My wife, on the other hand, she will change lanes 75 times in a 100-foot span just to get that two feet extra. Uh, I never got that. Uh, I, I don't know. That always just seemed way too risky for me. Uh, yeah. You know, there's enough There's enough else going on that I don't need to add extra, extra shit <laughs> happening. Yeah, 100%. But no, I think the worst is, like, when you're coming up and it's it's not stop and go, but it's slowed down to, like... 10 to 15 and like you're approaching a lane closure and people don't seem to understand the concept of merge uh yeah you know like when they have to put signs up it's like use both lanes until the merge point and everybody just doesn't everybody wants it and then you get you always get that one renegade trucker that's like not on my watch and then blocks it so you can't do oh, that. God. Uh, uh, I fucking had that the one time. I was like a quarter of a mile from an exit that I wanted. And I was right. like, and it was bumper to bumper. So I got, you know, kind of went onto the shoulder and some fucking trucker drove out onto the shoulder and honked his horn. Oh, well, like, yeah. Like, you fucker, I'm just going to the exit. I'm not <laughs> trying to get in front of you. Uh, last year around Christmas, uh, there was stop traffic in two of the, the two straight lanes. And I was about, well, my wife and I were in our Jeep. She was driving. We were about two car lengths back from getting in the turning lane on the left that we needed to get into. So we went and went around this red pickup truck that was going straight. And this old woman, uh, this old woman rolled her window down while we were creeping around and started screaming at us. Uh, I don't know how she figured we were liberals, because I have a beard and I was wearing Carhartt and we were in a big jacked up Jeep. I, I don't know why she thought to yell that, but um, I pulled my phone out and I filmed her screaming and yelling at us because she didn't make the light. So now she's two car lengths ahead of us in the turning lane. And uh, she's screaming at me and I'm filming her. She's like, go ahead, keep filming me. I'll just pull out my gun. Like, yeah, that's that's a common response yeah, to just because... we went around you in traffic. It's not like we cut her off. She wasn't using the turning lane. We the turning lane was fucking empty. Well, so and another thing, as you as a gun person know, you don't say you're going to do it. You just do it. You just do it. At least I mean, had she waved it around, I could have shot back, but right. she didn't actually pull it out. She just said she was going to. And then as she drove away, she screamed "Merry Christmas" at us. But 
late enough that I didn't get to return the Merry Christmas. I don't know why she thought I would, but <laughs> yeah, because I don't know. Actually, speaking of that, you remember years ago the incident at Denny's Beer Barrel Pub in Clearfield? I do. And like when yeah, it ended no. with that fucking bald guy standing across from me. Huffing and puffing, the veins popping out in his head, saying what he's going to do to me. I'm like, you would have done it by now. Just do it. Now my brother smacked a guy in the face and dropped him. Like, slap, open hand. Dude, he... Dropped a guy. <laughs> he paintbrushed that guy so hard. And didn't... I think I backhanded somebody to the point where it made them cry. Yeah, the, the guy who kept saying he was an MMA fighter. Oh, Yeah. And then, uh, then the one fucking dude locks up with my dad, a lawyer, and he yeah. was like, oh, like, oh, I'm a professional such and such, and my dad just screams at him, well, you must get your ass kicked a lot. Yeah, by the looks of you, you lose a lot. <laughs> oh, my God. And, uh, yeah, over, over um, how did that even start? It was something stupid. No, uh, the background was, when we were at Denny's, it was when that German film crew was there filming about the giant hamburger, because they had made, like, a 155-pound hamburger. Yeah, but that's not why we were... No, and, but it was the same dudes, because they were German, they were goose-stepping around the fucking restaurant, being dicks. Uh, And then it all came out because you, me, and your brother were standing out there, and, because Joey Chestnut was there, the competitive eater. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and we were talking about it, and some and that fucking dude walked by. He's like, "What did you say?" Like, "What?" We're talking about Joey Chestnut. He's like, "That asshole's my brother," and then it just escalated from there. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Oh man! And then I think there was only two actual arm swings thrown. No, three, because the one guy went to smack your brother. Thinking that, oh, I'll hit the brother open hand slapped him in the face, and that dude dropped. Yeah, like Like he made the mistake thinking, I'll swing for the smallest of the three of them, which is the mistake because he's the craziest of the three of us. Yeah, and he completely missed him. Your brother open hand slapped the taste (laughs) out of his relatives' mouths, and not they did nothing about it. Yeah, he dropped like he got shot. They you know, just got up and got on their bus and left. Yeah, Bert's fucking back there doing the Fred Sanford thing, punching the air. Yep. Uh, and then somebody grabs a hold of me, and that's when I realized everybody I came here with is in my field of vision, so whoever's touching me, I don't want them to touch me. So I just backhanded the guy, and then, didn't you say you went to pick him up to hit him, and he was crying because I hit him? He was crying, he was crying yeah. And then your dad was your dad was cowering in a corner. Because he's a coward. Yeah, and I mean, then my dad was wrapped up with the professional MMA fighter who got his ass kicked a lot. My, my dad, was uh, he just wants everything to be calm and cool. The dude that looked like a fat stone-cold Steve Austin is, squaring off, is squared off with me, and I'm just looking at him like, dude, you would have hit me like seven times already if you really wanted to. He didn't. And after he turned and left, that's when your dad comes up to play Peacemaker. All right, guys, let's just break it up here. Like, what What the hell are you doing? Yeah. Oh, the oh. adventures we get up to. The good old days. Oh. Yeah. And it sucks, because we were supposed to go to Treasure Lake a month or so ago. Uh, we'll get there. Uh, what, a couple months, maybe. We'll see. Yeah, when I think the old man's uh, next plan well, is to, uh, like, the weekend after Labor Day. They closed half of Pennsylvania again, so I don't oh, know how they? much fun that's going to be. 
Yeah, no bars, no liquor. They don't want you staying. So you can go eat, but you can't have beers and be social. You got to eat and fuck off. Well, and like uh, what I read on the news the other day, like a hundred or so cases of COVID are tied to one particular bar in Michigan. It's like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. Like, are they pumping it in through the through the air vents? Seems to be the case. Uh, I mean, I guess it's, I mean, I'm generalizing, but it seems like it's a certain type of bar that a certain type of person frequents. I, I don't know. There's been a couple bars. I'll leave it there, but, I mean, it just seems to be that sort of thing because. Uh, it's how it is. <laughs> they're not wearing masks anyway. Anyhow, <laughs> no, it's it's like it's like you said on uh you said to me on the phone a while back. It's like you view the masks like you view pants. You don't like to wear them, but you do. Not for your own sake, but for the sake of everybody else. Yeah, yeah. Because I think we'd all like to just walk around pantsless. Pretty much. But there's petitions. There's petitions out there. Yeah, my doormat says, uh, "Hold on, we're probably not wearing pants because we're not. I'm not." That's the best doormat ever. Got it for Christmas from my brother-in-law and sister-in-law. That that is really hilarious. And a shirt that says pants? Question mark. You mean <laughs> leg prisons? You should get one. I got pants, and then on the back, I don't. I don't. No, I don't. I have them. Well, yeah. We have them. It's just, you know, we'd prefer not to wear them. Well, uh, yeah. That's pretty much it. <laughs> well, there you go. That concludes episode one of Opie's Driving Adventures, ladies and gentlemen. We hope you enjoyed it because this is probably going to become a regular thing. That's been fun. I drive quite a bit. Exactly. I'm, going, drive to, quite I'm a actually bit. going There's to Treasure we... Lake. What's that? I'm going to Treasure. I'm going to Treasure Lake next month. Oh, for are our you? Bachelor party. Uh, yeah, we rented a house, and uh, just a quick side note: they wanted to rent. There's fifth ish people going to this thing no that's too many eight or nine I guess and uh, they sent an email to the people who own the house to rent it saying hey we're having my buddy's bachelor party we can rent your building and uh, no response so his roommate was like alright well let's try something else and told them that we were a boy scout troop doing our um, five year reunion and he got a response like a day later so now we're a we're an old boy scout troop <laughs> going for a five-year reunion <laughs> that's funny who's getting married uh my buddy chad oh nice yeah chad so, a man i've heard of but i don't think i've ever met was he the one with uh, the red beard yep okay i did meet him at one of your uh at a fourth of july thing ah yeah yeah that is the, that's the fella he's getting married so we're going up there for that because there's so many things to do. <laughs> Sit in the woods and drink, go shoot guns, tour breweries, whatever, you know. Yeah, provided anything, so that, provided anything's open in that in that damn town. That'll be the thing. We're, I mean, if even if it's not open, if we just take beers and sit, I mean, we'll be... Well, because here's the thing. That town, uh, even on a good day, there's not a whole hell of a lot to do, as we've learned over the 30-some years we've been going... No, that's very true. You know? Very true. To close it out, uh, and actually this will be a subject for many future episodes of Treasure Lake Tales, but remember the the one year, the one main road 
they were doing construction. Yeah. So it was a yeah. large pain in the ass to try to get anything accomplished. Uh, yeah, and you can only go one way on it, and then they had to put in a spur to turn you around. Um, the other kicker with that road, the, there's train tracks that divide the town, and there's only two places to cross it. And if you're not near one, like <laughs> you're there, sitting there for there's a while. two places to cross. You can't cross if there's a train. You're stuck on that side of town. You can't. There's no um, underpasses. Yeah, no. That go under the tracks. They're both over the tracks. Yeah, they're just level so, crossings. Like, what do you do? You have to sit there. And usually, when they those trains run through there, they're fucking long. They are long and they are slow because it's not a high speed line. No, it's not. So they're going like through time. They're going like twenty five, yeah. thirty. Yeah, super fun. Oh yeah, a blast. But the Hitchin Post did have a really good deep fried stromboli. Delicious. Set like I, a break. I, I, I all right, buddy. Well, that was interesting. That was fun. We'll have to do this one again. All right, folks. See you on my next adventure. All right, man. Take <laughs> her easy.